What's up and welcome to episode 7 of How Not to Summon a Podcast. I'm Shinny Senpai and this week I'm joined by the man in a class of his own, Jim. Moving right and beat me, guys. And that man who's known as One Pump Man, Grayson. <laughs> you alright, gang? <laughs> and this week we're going to be doing season 1, episode 1 to 6 of One Punch Man. I want to kick things off this week just by saying a massive thank you to everybody that's listened and downloaded. We've uh, hit numbers that we didn't think we were going to hit this early on. So just a massive thank you for all the support we're getting so far. Cheers, guys. Cheers, gang. So One Punch Man, the genre is... Where the fuck is my soundtrack intro? <laughs> Cut off perfectly. Give me that fucking introduction. <laughs> that is quality. I am not fucking not... No, we're not going past it. You fucking it. cut it off. <laughs> You cut it off. It That's was, my favourite part. It was perfect. It was perfectly cut off. So the genre of One Punch Man is it's a superhero comedy. He's still looking at it. He's raging about the soundtrack. Now, what's interesting about this is it was created by a person who is only known by the alias One. What? It's okay. One. The One? No, just One. His alias is One. And he is a guy who actually, this never got officially published. This guy put this, he made One Punch Man and he put it on his own website. Yeah, what, get the re- show get, the Yeah, get ready the manga. for... Okay. Yeah, right. get ready for this. Just It's a little bit of a mindfuck. This guy, nobody knows who he is. Oh, fair play. One yeah. Punch. I mean, someone's got to know Literally who he is. Literally sounds like One Punch Man himself. So pay him. I couldn't see anything other than it was done by an alias of a guy called One, and he did not actually get it officially published. He just put it on his own website. He's also known for doing um, things like Mob Psycho 100 and stuff like that. No idea. No, again, no idea about that one. But it doesn't seem like this guy does anything with publishers. He seems to just do his own thing. Oh, fair play. So, yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, you, you tried to research this quite thoroughly, and there was nothing on this guy whatsoever. To be fair, could you imagine trying to get the copyrights to, like, all the Dragon Ball Z villains and Attack True. on Titan they throw into these episodes? So he's just clear his piss takes. He is, he's not hiding. He's hiding from law. <laughs> <laughs> well, it works. And yeah. they, they take, take this animation and run with it. Yeah, so the studio that took it and ran with it is Madhouse. So they're known for Death Note, Death Parade, Overlord and also recently we've already done a podcast on Overlord it. Overlord fuck I love that it's also High School of the Dead as yeah, well oh, so <laughs> how did the studio go from a piece of shit like that to <laughs> this Masterpiece. I mean, I won't go that far, but masterpiece. (laughs) Until recently, I I haven't checked lately, but it did have an approval rating of 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. There you go. Wow. So One Punch is uh, seems to be a fan favorite. I can see why. Yeah, it's literally just a trope of superhero movies and taking the piss out of superhero movies. It's a fun time. It is. it is literally, unlike last time, where we were talking about strapping, this goes from batshit crazy and weird all over the place. This thing actually jumps right into that. There's consistency in this one. Yeah, and That's actually what makes it wants good. it to be funny. So the two main voice actors is obviously Saitama, and he is voiced by Max Mittelman. He's known for being King in Seven Deadly Sins. Uh, he's Rosie Army, which is the main character in Your Lie in April. Really? Yep, he's the main male protagonist in Your Lie in April. I did not know that. And he's also Red 8 in Final Fantasy VII's remake. Red 8? Yes. Oh, do you mean Red 13? Ah, I, I wrote Red 8. It definitely said Red 8 when Are I researched sure? it. Are I'm, you sure? I'm, Final Fantasy VII. One minute, I am going to Google this. The Final Fantasy VII remake has a character called Red 13. This is Nanaki, by the oh, way. I'm he's a huge Googling Final it. Fantasy VII fan. He's Googling it. 
like that's original. He's Googling Everyone's it. Everyone's a huge Final Fantasy VII fan. He's Googling it. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I got my Roman numerals mixed up. You are <laughs> my Roman. <laughs> I'm not very good at Roman numerals, clearly. Yeah, no, you were right. Red thirteen. Yeah, cool. I didn't know that. And that's our Roman numerals section of I the podcast. I know Red thirteen, obviously. I'm a huge fan. And then the other character is Genos, and he is voiced by Zach Aguilar. He's known for being Arthur Pendragon in Seven Deadly Sins. He's Rin in Kaguri. The anime that's on netflix is uh, about gambling if you've ever I seen know which it one you mean. i know which one you mean and he is also jay in the final fantasy 7 remake jay 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 huh? i don't know i I'm wrote so, down jay this must be a, a tiny character you got the name wrong again um should maybe we, should we go back i'll have a look Please stand by. <laughs> Please stand by. I thought you were going to go into Thunderbirds and or Captain Scarlet or something. Five. Stand by for action. Four. <laughs> I can't three. find my reference. I can't even find my reference. Two. I, I fucking saw it and I can't find it now. One. Uh, Final Fantasy. Uh, seven. J. J. Fucking hell. This has already fucking descended. Right. This is why I don't know his name. He's one of the bodybuilders. All right. There you go. You do squats with him. So he is in the game. He's in the game. Right. Yeah. So basically, the guy who played uh, Max Mittelman and Zach Aguilar, they work together, obviously, quite often. They've been in Seven Deadly Sins together. They've been in the Final Fantasy games together. So this is a sort of a pairing that already knew each other prior to doing this. And work well together, by the looks of it. Yeah. They must work well together. There's definitely chemistry between the two actors. Oh, yeah. And you definitely definitely get this translated over in this series. So moving into episode one, uh, it starts out with... Destruction, explosion, just everything shit hitting the fan, basically, from the word go. Yeah, it starts out like with a normal city, everything's normal, day-to-day life, and then all of a sudden, massive explosions. And we get introduced to Piccolo from Dragon Ball Z? This is this is Piccolo from Dragon it's Ball Z. It's Piccolo. It's a purple Piccolo. This, yeah. This is like one of Vegeta's henchmen melted with Piccolo to create this purple gigantic monster. Are you do you, are you familiar with Piccolo? <laughs> That's no. what Jim calls his penis. I'm going to show. Because <laughs> it's pickled. <laughs> I'm going to show you a quick picture. No Not idea. of his penis. <laughs> Jim's whooping out his Piccolo. <laughs> Give me that look. <laughs> This is cut city, <laughs> cut, cut city right here. This is it's fucking not. hell. <laughs> I do the editing, it's not going anywhere. Fuck, if my penis is green. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Who's the guy that said it's over 9,000? What's his name? Because he's like he's built like him with like the, uh, Piccolo's outside skinny stuff. Don't know. I don't remember his name. Vegeta wanted to scale the same on his power level. <laughs> fucking Admiral Ackbar. <laughs> I'll have you know, <laughs> that was quite a good impression. <laughs> yeah, of Admiral Ackbar. Not, <laughs> not, 
not only is it Piccolo, but he even does like Dragon Ball Z style fucking Kamehameha yeah. bullshit the shots. The poses and the monologue and everything else is DBZ. I'm vaccine man. That's it. He's he's a representation of global warming, right? Yeah, that explains why he's purple, I guess. <laughs> sure. He's like all the evil chemicals in the air has formed this one evil dude. We're yeah. not supposed to get attached to these characters anyway, are we? Let's never, be honest. No, they, never, ever, ever. They don't I mean, need no backstories. The some strange agency that we see sends off two heroes to fight this guy and they both lose. We instantly see that within the first 30 seconds of this anime that two heroes have gone in and already lost. Which is our first reference towards there being like a hero association thing. Or heroes. Or just heroes in yeah. general. There's heroes and there's supervillains. That's We yep. get that from the word go, basically. And then we see a snippet of Saitama, our main character, and he basically is watching it on the telly. Yep, just And home. he's like, guess I'll go. And it cuts to the little girl being like just about to be... About to be destroyed. Destroyed by this villain and somebody whizzes in and saves her, basically. Yeah, <laughs> We can tell at this point that there's somebody who's really fucking badass already and we're going to enjoy this. I, I instantly knew as soon as I got to this point, I was like, right, this is going to be good. Well, it's so he comes across as like heroic, which he's supposed to do. Yep. And he flies in, he saves the, the little girl. Uh, but then it cuts and he's like, I'm a hero for fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which is a very strange thing to say about yourself. Well, he explains it. It gives us... Because he hates doing his background story, which Always. I love. I love that. It's so consistent until the one time when he does it. Yep. And it's very funny it's that just... every time, every single villain gives us their backstory. Yeah, and Hero like, gives us the backstory. Oh, the up. consistency <laughs> with monologuing in this series is fucking brilliant. Beautiful. And the fact that he gives zero fucks yeah, to any monologue to ever given. Time. Which is what we get. We get the vaccine man giving his monologue and then he's punched. Yeah, he just, I don't care. And then punches him. <laughs> and he's just obliterated in a single blow. Love it. And then Saitama gets upset and he's like, oh no, not again. And we're supposed to believe, I guess that literally leads us into One Punch Man, the name of the program, that this guy just basically just punches people and they're dead straight away. And it cuts. It cuts to three years earlier, doesn't it? He says, oh, not again. I've destroyed another person in one punch. And, and we, get, we get the crab in underpants. <laughs> Fuck, I love this. We get Mr. Mr. Crab on Mr. steroids. It's Mr. Crabs. <laughs> the crab in underpants. And he's. And we get introduced to Saitama with hair. Fucking great. And he's this, like, dejected, unemployed businessman. Yeah, he's just been for his latest job interview and he's failed his job interview. And then he starts... So he's a loser, basically. Yep. Yeah, and Crablante turns around to him and says, yeah. <laughs> Do you yeah. remember the name? <laughs> oh, I remember. I remembered. Because he watches it with his pants around his ankles. <laughs> around my waist, but over my trousers, I'll have you know. And uh, we get the reference, the crab man, crab, what was it again? Crablante. Crablante. Sure. He references um, the cold dead eyes that yeah, Saitama, Saitama has, has. and that uh, he's going to leave him alone because he just reminds him of him, yeah. basically. And he's going after a guy with a massive chin. Uh, oh yeah. my God, this bit. <laughs> <Chin. laughs> yeah. The he's kid looking for a kid. The kid that has a ball sack for a chin. <laughs> it's not just a ball sack. This thing's a massive... <laughs> And he happens to come across this massive bullsack chin kid. If this kid doesn't show up again in a later season as the crimson chin, I'm going to be very disappointed <laughs> for a fairly odd parent. Well, and Saitama turns around to him and is like, kid, you need to get out of here. He tries to warn him, doesn't he? Yeah, and he's like, why? Why would I leave? What's going on? And then Crablante turns up. <laughs> 
with drawn nipples. With drawn nipples shell, on him. And he can't clean it off because of his claws. <laughs> he's got claws. <laughs> hey, we get Saitama's little monologue during this bit where he references that he wants to win a fight in a single punch and stuff like that. He actually genuinely wants to be that strong. And that he wanted to be a hero. Yeah. And like he never wanted to go into doing a job or anything like that. And he always just wanted to try and be a hero. But then he gets his ass handed to him early on. Beaten up really badly. But then he gets this change and this normal guy just like, he gets his tie out, right? Yeah. And he wraps it around the eyeball of the crab. And, and he rips it out from the shell. <laughs> With the rest of him. Yeah, with the rest like of the The eyeball thing. stays oh. attached to everything on the inside. Fucking hell. And then we find out that he's trained so hard that he went bald. Damn right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that works, right? Look, the whole play on bald thing throughout this entire thing is fucking genius. It's never forgotten. It's, it's never so fucking... The bitterness in being bald is so fucking good. But he also references during this, doesn't he, that the harder and harder he trained the less he felt things. Yeah, he became emotionless. He the, he became a husk almost. Yeah, a just... heartless person. Yeah. And he didn't feel any emotion. And when he started doing hero things, he didn't really feel excitement or enjoyment like he did in that first fight against Crablante. And then it cuts to the next bad guy. The which... strongest man. This is a titan from Attack on Titan. Yep, this is a titan. And to reference that even further, it's voiced by Bryce Pappenbrook. Is it? Fucking hell. <laughs> the Titan nice. is voiced by Bryce Pappenbrook, who played... Aaron Yeager. Yeager. Fuck. And Kirito. And Kirito, and Kirito yeah. yeah. Fuck. But it just, it just emphasises, this is a Titan. This it's is a played titan. by a guy from Attack on Titan. And they've, this is a titan. they've proper lent into that by even making the voice actor the person that played the main Titan in Attack on Titan. Fuck, I love that. That's a what? great reference. That's why, is he, why is he destroying C? I don't know. Like, There's I no, get the whole, I want to no be reason. the strongest man in the world and everything. And then he gets his wish by being transformed. But by his brother, what, by the way, who's a scientist. He, why is he destroying the sea? Like, what's he getting I don't think he means to. No, he does. Like, his he, brother's egging him on. I was going to say, he's actively going out of his way to blow up buildings. Like, why? Because he's a titan. He's the strongest man. <laughs> Fucking made no sense, but fair enough. To prove he's the strongest man. We also get the reference of City D. He's in City D, he's destroying City D. And then we're like, hold on a minute. So the world is split up into cities. Yeah, into sectors rather than countries and stuff like that. And so later it's just... on, we do see like an, uh, the world from afar in space. This is Judge Dredd. We get that, right? Yeah, is it? Yeah, you get yeah, like a Mega City Again, 1, Mega City 2. That's Mega what it City is, 3. yeah. It, and it's. When we see the world from a distance later on, it almost seems like there is nothing but one giant landmass. It's throwout references to again. Oh, this is another throwaway. This to is shows. Judge Dredd. Full of them. It's just blowing references to different things that are going on. Can we talk about how uh, stupid the world's strongest man is, though, and what happens with? Well, Saitama, <laughs> first, first thing Saitama says is, "Put your pants on," because he's running. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did everybody see the perfect placements of clouds yeah. and yeah. city yeah. and yeah. The skyscrapers and, stuff. and yep. everything? And then he's like, "He's on your shoulder." Yeah, <laughs> kill that man on your shoulder. <laughs> The brother. He crushes the brother <laughs> and then the shock the shock afterwards. he looks at him and he's like brother that's just clothing and then you get the monologue don't you you get the full monologue yeah, of the strongest man the first attempt at, well second attempt at a monologue that we get every villain has a monologue Everyone. in this every villain and then he beats the shit out of Saitama yeah he like smashes him into he what launches him through creep. a skyscraper steps on well not just steps on him but full on leaps and lands pounds on him. down onto him and makes a massive hole yeah. and then just consecutive punches into the floor 
consecutive punches. Uh, well, leave that. Leave that. <laughs> Love that. That's a reference. Into the floor. And he's just like, and you're like, what the fuck? He's, he's done. Destroyed basically. this guy. You're like, you oh, would fuck, think, oh, this dead. guy's done. And he just pulls a Superman. Well, no, it's not even like that. <laughs> it's the bit where the strongest man is like, oh, I've done all this. I am now the world's strongest man, but I feel nothing. And then literally you hear Saitama's voice go, yeah, I know, right? It's boring it's power. boring, isn't it? <laughs> and then dead. Yeah, One it comes up and just punches him. <laughs> oh, you're going to yeah, hear that a lot. <laughs> yeah, but the fact is, when he punches him and he falls over backwards into another city and someone goes, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny how he has no emotion, so every time that he does something, it's done with so yeah, he's, emotionless. He's constantly, yeah. so dry. he's constantly upset that he wins in one punch every yeah. time. Like Not the fact that he's saving cities and he's saving people. He's just interested in... He wants a fight. He wants a fight. Because it's no longer fun. No. He's a hero for fun, and it's no longer fun. And we cut to him then asleep, and he gets attacked in his sleep. By the subterranean the- king. <laughs> well, the subterranean people. Oh, yeah. And we get this just epic fight scene. I mean, yeah. all the fight scenes in this, That's apart so from the ones that are ended in a single punch really quickly. Even they're good. Though. Yeah, but they, they are, are good. good. They good. are good. Because you know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's the build-up. It's the build-up. Even though it. you know it's going to end in one punch, they do it so well with a monologue and they're off, I don't care, and then just smack, and they're gone. They're exploded. Yeah. <laughs> or there's a hole in them. Except this time, where we get this massive epic fight scene of him taking on this entire An civilization. Well, he takes out the subterrans. <laughs> he takes out the subterrans that are like these massive brick shithouse monsters, which even he's struggling against them. Then we get the subterranean king and he starts fighting him. Well, he monologues, doesn't he? He's like, this is what I've been searching for all this time. A real fight. Sort and of thing. he says, I finally... Feel, and as he says, I feel his alarm clock. He up. wakes up and we realise, oh, it's a dream. But even he, though he he's smashes doing them in one alarm hit, clock, there's just a lot of them. Yeah, it's he's just, just smashing them in one He's hit. physically exerting himself during this thing. And the fact that he smashes his alarm clock as well when he wakes up. <laughs> <laughs> the best bit is when, is when the mole people pop up from the floor outside. And he gets so excited. <laughs> he gets excited. <laughs> and then smashes the subterranean king in like one and the hit. And rest, the rest just run away. And he turns so around good. and they've just got a flag that says sorry. <laughs> and then the cut sequence we get an introduction to some sort of cyborg guy who pops up right at the end. The sort of end sequences to all the episodes are really good because they do lead you into the following episodes. Yeah. We think this guy's going to be a bad guy, right? When he turns up. What, what is he doing? He just turns up at the city and he's like, I've arrived. Oh no, he's outside the city in the farmlands. And then you see him turn towards the city. He sees all and the dead like cattle. Dead cows he? and everything yeah. like that. You All you see is dead cattle and stuff like that. And then him. And he says, right. You see dead cattle. I see dinner. They were eaten to shreds. <laughs> I was going to say they were drained and like shriveled. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Episode two. Uh, we start with this uh, news report about an outbreak of like mosquitoes around the cities. And we see that like loads of farm animals and cattle and that are being drained completely of not, well, not just blood, but life itself is just yep. being sapped out of them. Did anybody enjoy the news feed where there's the news reporter who turns around and says, we've got a mosquito expert here who's come in. And then the mosquito <laughs> expert says, I have no idea what's going on. And he says, what the hell is this guy doing on my show? Get the hell off. <laughs> the best bit 
of this entire episode is when he is outside watering the plant and the mosquito turns up and he tries to crush it. <laughs> yeah. One. Just one. <laughs> He's fighting it. And he for, like, does this massive like, heavy slap on his hand <laughs> and then it just buzzes out from between his fingers. This is the most fun bit of the entire episode. Yep. It is so enjoyable. And he starts going nuts and starts smashing things up in like small power smashes and that to try and beat this it's mosquito. It's the contrast of the other heroes fighting this woman. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, controlling yeah. these mosquitoes. At and this, he's fighting one mosquito and struggling. At this time, <laughs> you see the mosquitoes going through the city and draining people dry. Of- yeah, we see that the guy who's taken advantage of the situation trying to loot the city. Yep. Yeah. He just gets eaten. Drained alive. of his blood. Yeah. He just worse it's they suck everything out not just the blood but just everything (laughs) (laughs) james is like (laughs) oh and then we get introduced to what the hot queen she's oh yeah is she yeah they've made for for a a, a mosquito hybrid they've made this character sexy mosquito (laughs) is it the booty (laughs) that booty Uh, yeah, all right, carry on. <laughs> and we see the cyborg guy just like burn the shit out of this whole swarm that come at him. Yep. For for one thing, Genos doesn't have blood inside him, right? The cyborg guy doesn't have blood. Inside no, him. he's machine. So like, what are these mosquitoes going to do to him? Like, I mean, his face is still a bit. I guess yeah, he's he's, yeah, but is that not just like half a, an outer exoskeleton skin? I thought it's thing? half biological, half. Mechanical. I mean, he was a human at one point, so I mean, his brain and stuff might still be. Yes, it is there. It'd have some blood. So he establishing he could probably get killed by this swarm of mosquitoes. Then. Probably. And then we see that he can't actually handle the situation. Basically, it all goes fucking downhill. Well, he does. He does get the upper hand, and then she. Well, we think he she gets, gets the upper serious, hand. doesn't she? And she's like, "Right, well, I'll take all the blood back that all my mosquitoes." Well, no, she actually got. tries to fight him, and she flies past, takes his arm off, and you're like, "Oh shit, he's gonna lose!" And then it cuts back to him, and he's got both her legs in his arms. Yep. And you're like, oh, fuck. And he's ripped her fucking legs off. Which she doesn't seem that bothered about, by the way. She really doesn't. Well, no, only because she then calls for all of the mosquitoes in the surrounding area that's been feeding on animal blood to come to her. Do you know what? I think this is the only time that we actually don't get a backstory to a villain. Does she? She doesn't monologue. I don't think she does, does she? No She says who she is. Yeah, but that's it. We don't get a monologue of what's happening. Well, we find out where she comes from towards the end of the episode, don't we? But other than that, she doesn't really. She was created, so she doesn't really have a backstory. Yeah, no, she she was just created. We think. Yeah, by by the. Oh, we find out that later. Anyway, we find out. uh, We find out who created her in the following episode. Then we see her drink, like get all this blood, and it basically overpowers her. She becomes this fucking absolute beast. And she goes like blood red as well, doesn't she? Yeah, she changes, she gets, colour, she changes and... colour. And this is where we also find out uh, that Genos was created by Dr. Casano. Again, another name I never took reference to. Dr. Casano, the creator of Genos, or helped him with all these organizations. Like him and stuff as well, doesn't he? Yeah, we get the backstory to Genos in this bit. Where, Not you the know... doctor, though, who created him. We don't get anything from him. Yeah, well, we, we don't get anything times, from him. All we get is the, show, the throwaway name, so I kept reference of the name of the person and just when she's about to become overpowered and you think this epic fight's going to happen in run Saitama with bug spray <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> after that one mosquito that he's been fighting for ages and then when he stops he goes blah, blah, it's in my mouth it's in my mouth <laughs> and she sets she sets all the mozzies on him doesn't she and um they <laughs> strip him of all his clothes and he's just standing there butt naked yeah and again we get the reference of like an arm in front of <laughs> 
Yeah, like, there's, all, there's always something covering there's it. There's always something covering every area. The nude moments in this are fucking perfectly timed once and again. And numerous. Yep. And there's so many of them as well. They come out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, it's so funny. And we see, basically, Genos is like, step back, I'll handle this. And he gets his ass handed to him again. This guy gets his ass handed to him a fucking lot. All the time. It's weird because he does like massive, huge land altering blasts and then he struggles with an actual villain for with, some reason. With a fucking yeah. mosquito <laughs> yeah. lady. Like, <laughs> oh, but you've got to enjoy the fact that the instant sight of gets into it, he just goes, bugs. They're gross. And sm- <laughs> literally slaps down this well, mosquito queen. Genos is about to fucking self-destruct. Yeah. He's and like, then, the only way I can win this fight is if I blow myself up. Yeah, and then he, you just see Saitama come out and slap the shit out of him. He gives her a backhand, right? Yeah, he gives her a backhand <laughs> and just says, <laughs> bugs, gross. <laughs> and then Genos asks if he can become his disciple. Yeah, and he says, sure, and then goes, what? And realises what he's done is said yes to a to mentor uh, Genos, which is excellent because then he turns up outside his house and it's just waiting outside his door for him. Look, I wrote a note down saying skin coloured armour, bald problem. Is that something Saitama references? Next? I think that's what Genos says yeah, about him. Genos he's like, he must how have... are you so strong with your skin coloured armour? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm just bald. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's a side effect of being so strong. And then we get Genos's backstory, which is like um, he's out for revenge against some sort of cyborg thing that destroyed his village when he was a child or something. Yeah, and you get the augmentations and that done by no one cares. Kusano. Again, Saitama has no care of what <laughs> no he's saying. In this. And then it just goes straight into another like supervillain moment when they're walking back to the apartment, like that mantis thing <laughs> pops out of the ground, and then he just. Punches it and is yep. dead. And then he gets pulled into the floor. Oh, that's excellent. <laughs> and he says, oh, is this what it's like to no, be a He plant? says, uh, <laughs> it's just his head poking uh, out. <laughs> this is what a young bamboo shoot feels like. <laughs> <laughs> and we get, I finally get a reference to the House of Evolution. Well, yeah, but also we get the armoured knight, which starts fighting Genus, doesn't he? Yeah, the, the gorilla armoured Well, you gorilla. don't know it's a gorilla for I a mean, start. It looks like a gorilla. It looks like a gorilla. Uh, it's clearly a fucking gorilla. Yeah, but they don't get that for a start. It's like an armoured metal knight. And <laughs> he's like, oh no, maybe this is the guy that destroyed my village. And he asks him the question, did you destroy my village? And he went, no, I'm here for that guy over there, pointing to the bamboo shoot in the ground, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Who else loved the bit where he pops out the ground and he's like, hold on a minute. And he has to empty the mud out of his belt. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. And the lion, the, the, beast, the, the beast king. king, is like, you done yet? Are you finished? <laughs> Love that. He's we, trying to give his backstory, isn't he? Trying to give him the monologue uh, of the, the House yeah. of Evolution. Uh, once again, Saitama's has just got no fucking interest in anybody's None. monologue backstories or anything. And we also see like him showing super speed of just dodging these punches with ease, by the way. I thought he got just punched up. He just did not care. No, he's just like dodging around. He's just stepping from side to side. just Because he had his shopping, didn't he? He just has his yeah. shopping bag with yeah. him. And then he says, um, normal normal punch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, normal punch. I love that he announces his punch. Normal <laughs> <It's> like... punch. <laughs> and then it's dead. He just kills the fucking Beast King straight away. Yeah, and then you see that Genius has uh, beaten the gorilla guy. Yeah. But you he, also see the mole. one of the only fights he fucking wins. Yep. Oh, the mole. <laughs> the mole bit where the mole's like, oh no, I've got to get away and tell, <laughs> tell my master what's happened. And then you just see Saitama's face underground. just pop out underground. <laughs> hey. Where are you going? <laughs> 
And the gorilla guy, he's giving Genos the big and saying, like, you'll never beat the Beast King. He's the second most powerful of the House of Evolution. Yeah. And Simon walks over with the eyeball and goes, what, this guy? <laughs> and we get that change of tone completely. And the gorilla's like, yeah, sorry, guy. There you go. I was just, where's your robot voice gone? I was just trying to sound cool. <laughs> and we cut to the end bit. We see what is supposed to be the House of Evolution. And we get, like, the guy and all his clones... Yeah. yeah, all talking about like, oh, we've got to get this guy who to add to our collection of the House of Evolution. And then they go, oh, everybody's destroyed. And they're all like, oh, no, what do we do? What do we do? That sort of brings us straight into episode three, because episode three, we see, I guess, the start of the House of Evolution guy's backstory. We see like a madman who is on about like he wants to evolve humans. He was the smartest scientist in the world and he just wanted to he wanted humans to become stronger, stronger and better actually just evolve further from what we yeah. are now and then everybody thought he was insane insane why is this guy trying to evolve humans when clearly the existence of fucking heroes is yeah. a thing it, yeah we've already fucking evolved we've got people flying around with fucking powers and skills and stuff and this guy's like no we need to evolve from animals we need to have animal traits what's that all about well he also reverses the aging process because yeah, he's he, really old. He like does this for years and he then he makes a breakthrough when he's immortal. old. Well, yeah, he, he becomes really old and then he gets the breakthrough and then becomes really young again. The guy found immortality. Yep. And clones himself, by the way, yeah, as well. Clones. I fucking love that. Immortality. He can evolve us to give people animalistic traits and skills. And but yet, it does drive him insane. Oh, and yeah. And they do have that anger problem. He should have just stopped at immortality. He should have, yeah. <laughs> He's just enough, discovered right? the Philosopher's Stone and he's worried about making Bug Boy. <laughs> did, did anyone else like the bit where the uh, gorilla tries to send that message? Well, no, it's the bit where um, the backstory for his master's going on and then you just hear when Saitama turn around and just go, get on with it already. <laughs> My master is a very busy man, shorten this to 20 words or less. <laughs> it's the fact he tries to send that message and he pops his head open and then they catch him doing it, don't they? Yeah, Love he's just bit. like, oh, by the way, can you tell us where it is? And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, that's fine. We see that guy who runs the House of Evolution basically has... He wants Saitama's genes because yeah. he's seen him just wipe his best fighters, some of his best fighters, because we see his best fighter later on. Even that's got nothing to do with his genes. And <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a lot of stuff that, backstory-wise with Saitama, I have a theory, but I'll come to that later. Yeah, we can leave that till later. But I also enjoy, by the way, when he says, oh, no, right, we'll set all the traps on floors one to eight, and then if that fails, we've always got the animal in the basement, basically. And yeah. they're like, oh, Carnage Kabuto, you're a madman. <laughs> <laughs> we see um, Saitama go like, come on, let's go and kill this guy in the House of Evolution. And Jesus is like, why? He's like, we've got to go now because the sale's on tomorrow. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what He's a carrying reference. that poster around with him all the <laughs> a little time. pamphlet. What a reference. He's, he's like, like, we have to go now because there's a sale tomorrow. I don't want to miss it. Yeah, he's like, oh, well, tomorrow's Saturday, so we need to deal with this now or else we're going to have to deal with it tomorrow. And I don't want to because there's a sale on at the supermarket and I want to get go to that instead. I mean, who was expecting this dramatic climb through the Tower of Evolution? Yeah. So who the bit before that, though, when you get the throwaway reference from Genus where he turns around and goes, uh, Master, I thought you would just fly there. Seeing as, you know, I see you flying through the air constantly. And Saitama just turns around and says, 
I'm human. I can't fly. I love that. And he just runs <laughs> I, everywhere. I love when he runs. It's so... Normal. Nonchalant. Yeah. So it normal. is so casual. He's not out of breath. And he's just stood there perfectly straight with his, just his legs moving. <laughs> and his arms kind of flailing a little bit. There's no effort in it whatsoever. Just having a casual that conversation. Blank high look speed. on his face. Yeah, <laughs> talking very normally. It's, it's fucking funny as shit every time. I mean... I was expecting, when they got there, I was expecting him to just punch the building and destroy it. I expected it. him to punch nope. the building too. I did <laughs> I not expect him to walk in the door and just be like, what's going on And in announce here? himself. Well, that or he'd like <laughs> smash his way through the walls. Well, no, to get the, to the traps. The traps happen and nothing happens to him. But and he just walks through them. Instead, Genos blows the fucking he place. He levels the, the fucking levels place. One shot. And the mountain next to it. Yep. Which is excellent, by the way. Which doesn't relate to <laughs> how he couldn't beat fucking His Mosquito Woman. Like, one minute Genos is this S-class fucking hero, and the next minute he can't kill a fucking Mosquito. It's also the throwaway reference where Simon's like, I was just going to walk through the front door. We could have just walked through the front door. What's even funnier way. is when he fucking peels the steel door off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it looks like the foil on a yogurt. <laughs> Genuinely. It's like, uh, peel. And that's when the guy says, release carnage. And they're like, oh, no, we can't do that. He's insane. And he's like, he references like he's he's got no humanity at all. He's the perfect specimen. He just has no humanity. Yeah, the last time he lost his temper, he went on a rampage for a week. Yeah, I love it. This is fantastic. <laughs> and you see them release this monster. Well, he's already killed a clone. And he kills loads of the clones. Yeah, he way. kills loads of them. He says, again. Yeah. Well, the guy's like, you can kill as many of me as you like. There's always another one to replace me. He even says you can kill me if yeah, you like. Yeah, because a clone will step in. Yeah, and he's like, all I need from you is to go and face this guy and beat him. And okay. he's like, mm-hmm. We're always going to get this build up, even at this moment where we're like, oh, he's going to come head to head with Saitama. And the expectation's already that we know what's going to happen, but fuck, they build these fights up well. Yeah, no matter how well they build it up, we know what's going to happen, but we still love the build-up of the all build these fights. The build-up makes it funnier. Yeah, we it... all know what's going to happen in the end, but it's still funny how we get there. It doesn't matter what happens at the end, as long as everything that happens along the way is excellent. Leads to that one punch, and then just the absolute fed-upness of Cyberman. <laughs> and the shock just from everyone around him. The he... shock from everyone around him. Genos did piss me off in this moment when Carnage meets head-on with Saitama. And they're just about to throw down. And fucking Genos interrupts because he gets slapped to the side in the corridor, like, with ease. He just fucking interrupts the fight and is like, no, I'm going to take him on. And you're like, and once again, he gets his fucking ass handed to him. All the time. Again. But Saitama does not care. Again, he's just like, all right, fair enough. Do what you want. Let's see how this goes. And he does. He gets the shit beaten out of him. We also see the mad scientist stand there and be like, I want to see what happens. And I must know how he became this strong. And it's the bit where Carnage, uh, he, he beats up Genus. Genos. The next Genos. moment is fucking brilliant when Carnage is about to attack Saitama. <laughs> and then runs away. And then runs away and cows in a corner. Well, he flies around the room at high speed and then he tries to attack him from behind and Saitama just turns his head as he's about to hit him. Well, he doesn't even turn. He All of a sudden he just realises, oh yeah, my God. It's like, a, it's like an instinct in him. Yeah, and it's the fact that he said, if I'd have attacked him then, he'd have killed me. Yeah, he literally is like, I would have died if I'd have struck all the instincts inside me are screaming <laughs> that this man is trouble and we just cut to the blank, the blank face, face. <laughs> it's the art on his face yeah it's just Fuck, he looks like an egg with googly eyes oh, stuck he's on brilliant him. the serious moments <laughs> the way they draw him in serious moments where he looks like a fucking superhero yeah it's and, amazing and then we cut to the boiled egg and it's <laughs> just fucking brilliant 
This is when he references his training regime. Well, they're like, he's this. like, how did you become so strong? And he's and like, like really I will know? tell you. And like, <laughs> Geno's is like, master, don't do this. Don't reveal how you became so strong. <laughs> Listen, I'm only saying this once. once. <laughs> and what a training regime it is. <laughs> do you know what? I'm really tempted to try it. Oh, I don't believe you could do a take. Jim, do you want to take us through the training regime? This is 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, and 100 squats, and a 10k run. Every day. Every day. Every day, no matter what. Three meals a day. You're not allowed the air con on <laughs> in the summer. No heating in the winter. <laughs> and he also references just a banana for breakfast <laughs> is enough. <laughs> And Genos turns around no, and goes... No, it's just like, Master, you are so full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's so serious That's about not it. even that hardcore. <laughs> That's just a normal workout. It's the fact that he's so serious about it, Saitama, in this moment. And he's telling the truth. Thing is, for me, this was the first moment where I was like... I got that sort of feeling that maybe Saitama isn't telling the truth... Or doesn't know. Or doesn't know how Probably he became that know. strong. And uh, again, I'll reference it later where I where it sort of the penny sort of dropped for me personally. But we see Rampage or Carnage, sorry, go into a rampage because he <laughs> discovers he discovers the regime and is like, oh, actually, this guy can't be as strong as my instincts are telling me. Yeah. He must be fucking lying. I love the Dragon Ball Z transformation of yep, the bad brilliant. guy as well. So good. No, the Dragon Ball Z reference. <laughs> it is. It is. And he goes into Carnage mode and he starts basically beating the shit out and of him. He, and he? then all of a sudden you hear the scientists go, oh no, when he's like this, he goes into a rampage for he a goes, whole week. He goes, I'm going to beat you for, like, he goes, I'm going to be into a rampage until next, next Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> and we see him beating the shit out of Saitama and Saitama's having this internal monologue. While he's getting the shit beaten out of him. <laughs> and constantly. you're supposed to believe that this monologue he's having is about him getting beaten up and he's like, worried gonna and he's lose. panicking. That he's going to lose. Yeah, he's and like, he, oh no. <laughs> I've I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> the sale was today. <laughs> Today's Saturday. <laughs> and he punches it and just destroys Kabuto in that one minute and says, No! And then, Gino, like, the scientist said, What's he so mad about? Yeah. I believe he wanted to go to this sale when <laughs> he thought it was tomorrow. <laughs> He's like, Master, the sale doesn't end until 10 pm. We've still got We've 40 still minutes. Got time. If we leave now, you'll still have a few hours of shopping. And he's like, Are you sure? And they just, they just up and leave and leave the fucking guy from the House of Evolution. Oh, but I love the throwaway line from the scientist where he's like, I think I'm done with evolution. <laughs> <laughs> he converts a lot of villains in this. He does without knowing it as well. Yeah, he without does knowing it. it. It's so fun to watch. Like, sometimes he destroys evil, but sometimes he's just because he's there and they're like, well, there's no way I'm going to win. He, they just give up. They give up being bad because he's there. The end credit scene is Genos getting full credit. Yeah. For basically yeah. destroying Saitama the House of Evolution. never gets credit for anything. An agency Ever. turns up never. and is like, oh, the House of Evolution's been completely destroyed and levelled and we it must be this guy. Where do they get fucking Genos's name from? How do I, they know it's him anyway? I, I think the assumption is they've been following him for a while. But yet they associate with what happened because of the firepower and the way yeah. it's happened. Because they don't see the underneath. Do well, they? it was they him. Just no. see that big massive. It was moment. him that destroyed the thing. Oh yeah, no, it was Genos with his inconsistent powers. Yeah. Yeah. Episode four introduces us to Hammerhead. I love Hammerhead. <laughs> He's such a good villain. He just doesn't want to go to work. 
you know, <laughs> no, no. Do you know what it is? He wants to create a fucking better world. He wants to create a world with those that want to work can and those that don't, don't have to. No, those that don't want to work get food, clothing and shelter. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I mean... Keep this or don't keep this. Is this the UK not by evil. any chance? No, it is the UK. It's the UK. It is the it? UK. <laughs> Come on over. We've got great benefits. <laughs> you just have to stay in a hotel for two weeks. You have to pay. <laughs> no, this guy isn't evil as such, is he? He's the first supervillain we lazy. Made. Yeah. He's not a supervillain. He's not to be taken seriously. And his crew is just lazy. His whole crew is fucking hilarious. Oh, it's, I love it's that. the whole thing excellent. is they're just thick as shit. Yeah, and they're all bald. <laughs> we know that. And we finally <laughs> meet. <laughs> we finally meet one of the bosses of this entire series, Moomin Rider. Well, they destroy the wrong building for a start. Oh, that's way. excellent. I love that. Hammerhead's crew blow up the wrong building, <laughs> and, well, he's like, have... and then he's like, "Don't worry, everybody makes mistakes." <laughs> <laughs> Would you learn from those mistakes <laughs> and move forward, guys? Like a proper heroic speech behind it as well and then we do meet Moomin Rider oh, I love it fucking love Moomin Rider <laughs> Moomin Rider is the only character in here obviously cite him as the, the hero hero but Moomin Rider is a hero yeah he is a proper hero he's got the spirit of one there's a reason this guy pops up consistently yeah he's the mindset of a hero yeah and he's going to consistently pop up I think throughout however long they carry this on and he's going to eventually become he's going to get powers or something yeah he's right? got to going he's got to, to. Either that, or maybe he's just the grounding for Saitama. Right. We know, we know, know. His we... stop of justice, where he just throws the bike at the... <laughs> Bicycle of justice! I love that. The fact that the first time we see him, and he's saving a cat from a tree, sort of indicates that Moomin Rider he's probably... He's Superman without any powers. He's yeah. here for the basics. Yeah, he is, yeah. He does all the small he's time He's the stuff. day-to-day, average Joe, helpful hero. We cut to the TV scene straight after we meet Moomin Rider where there's reference that don't approach anyone with a shaved head. <laughs> yeah, and Simon's rushing to get his gear on and he's like, hold on, he's giving me a bad name. <laughs> he's like, oh no, I must stop these guys. <laughs> yeah, because um, I think Gino turns around and says, ah no, they can deal with it. And then they start referencing don't approach people with bald heads and he runs out the door trying to get his stuff on. Is this also just after that when Moomin Rider gets his ass handed to him yeah he, he yeah, approaches he does, him yeah. that's he, it. he goes up to him and he says stop citizens and then they just he just get punched aside doesn't he punches him to the side i mean and then there's the full clarification that moomin rider is just he's not a hero but is a hero he's not strong he's, no, he's got no he's powers got no pa- whatsoever he's just he's... a man for justice and he's got no clarity clump behind him has he no well, he's got no oomph behind him in strength, but all of his strength's up in his head by the scenes, the scenes of it. After that, we're introduced to Sonic. Does anybody love the fact that that building has a giant turd on the top of it? <laughs> the big golden turd. Yeah, the golden <laughs> turd on the top of it. Sonic is a great character as well. Sonic Speed of Sound Sonic chick. is amazing. <laughs> he's, he's a chick. He's a chick. <laughs> Did no one else pick that up? He he's... looks, moves, acts like a chick. I thought he was just a feminine. But he's not. He's a guy. guy. He's a guy. There's a, there's, there's a feminine, a feminine, and then there's this guy. Yeah. Even his outfit Fucking is badass, a chick's though. outfit. He's, yeah, his ninja outfit is very like, it's tight. It's flowing hair. It's very tight. Very tight. Like cat suit style. But isn't he badass? Because when we see him, he confronts Hammerhead he and his crew. He cuts the head off of all of Hammerhead's crew. Fucking decapitates everyone. <laughs> Throws a ninja star at Hammerhead. <laughs> <laughs> Just before that, though, <laughs> we see, we cut to Saitama standing in the street and everybody's pointed at him, calling him a terrorist. <laughs> He's like, I'm not a terrorist. Love that I'm bit. just bald. 
And then, yeah, Hammerhead gets a shuriken into the back of his head. And falls down and plays dead for a little bit. <laughs> it's a good fight. It's it actually is. an enjoyable yeah. fight between Speed of Sound Sonic and Hammerhead. Yeah, he's like throwing rocks all around him and then he makes that path to just whack a tree down it. That's brilliant. <laughs> it's clever. <laughs> but he gets, like, Sonic is a different level altogether yeah. to this guy, who's just a nobody. Not a majorly different power level, though, from Hammerhead, to be honest. We do see that he has... He's stronger, but... He's just got a lander punch. It's the suit yeah. that makes him strong. He references that. The, the, is the, it? The, Hammerhead, yeah, Hammerhead is wearing a is wearing scientifically oh, designed yeah, battle suit. I thought Sonic. I was like, what? No, <laughs> he does it naked a, later. <laughs> the fact he's got a hard head is just... just oh, that's excellent. <laughs> Thanks, Mum, for giving me a hard head. <laughs> And he, he runs off, don't he? He runs naked. off. Naked. We... No, that's later. <laughs> no, naked is later. rips his suit off. <laughs> says, stop it. <laughs> we get Genos being repaired uh, after he runs off. And we finally, like, we see the scientist that's working on Genos. And he's like, oh, Jim. I've made these new arms that you can use later. And it's going to make you more powerful. Yeah. Sort of thing. That's when Hammerhead then bumps into Saitama. Oh, that's excellent. Wandering around in the Fucking woods. windmill attacks. <laughs> I love and he's that. like, this guy's acting like I used to. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking windmills. That's great because it shows how childish everybody is in their fighting styles. They're all just still acting out heroes and villains. And Saitama just destroys his suit in one hit. Yep. Leaving him <laughs> naked again. Yep. Another naked guy. And that, that's when he's like, don't be bad, okay? Yeah, stop it. Stop being, <laughs> stop being bad. Stop. Get help. And he's like, I think I'm going to get a job now. <laughs> and he runs off naked with just a shuriken in the, shuriken back, of in the back of his head. <laughs> and then we see the blade, like, Sonic attack Saitama just after that. And he fucking catches that blade as it's about to pierce him in the eye. Yep, this is excellent. This is excellent. I love this scene. Them fighting is just a brilliant scene. Because we see Sonic just going all out to try and, and Saitama beat does, him. Again, Nothing. He nothing. does nothing. Best moment comes next. The dick punch. Yeah. Very good. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. He's got, he gets behind him and he's about to strike him and then Saitama just goes, got you. <laughs> it's a slow motion. Slow motion. Slow motion. <laughs> you see it like wobble around his fist. And then he monologues while like in actual pain. It's just brilliant. I lost you this time, but I'll be back <laughs> that's it and then he swears vengeance and, and we get this like rivalry setup. oh no but the best bit is when he runs off and Simon just goes who was that guy <laughs> he does that every time even when he comes back later he's like who are you brilliant just after that uh this is when Saitama realizes that he's a nobody basically and that nobody fucking knows his name nobody knows who he is because it's said Moomin like, Rider gets the uh, credit, credit yeah, I love for this <laughs> Moomin Rider gets the credit we find out he's top of rank C um, and we find out there's a ranking system for the heroes and everything it's the fact of the throwaway lie where Genos is like um, oh if you're not ranked with the uh, hero association you're just a weirdo that's running around <laughs> and finally we, we get the we should register as heroes. And then he finds out that Genos isn't registered. And that leads us into the following episode after that. Cool. Episode five, we get Saitama going to take part in this hero ranking test thing. Brilliant, this is. When he goes through the physical tests. And he jumps <laughs> straight into the <laughs> ceiling. Stuck in, <laughs> stuck and the, the whack-a-mole machine he just I fucking destroyed. And the punch bag machine. I love that a hero test has a whack-a-mole machine. <laughs> 
and the sprint when uh, just everything he just fucking destroys the equipment or just dominates over hey and the guys that are laughing at him to the side because he has a bald head well he's just this fucking buff little bald man isn't and he? then they decide yeah we're not gonna bother with this when we've got guys like that coming into this we're not gonna even bother trying look if you're running these tests and he's come along and he's done what he's done like you wouldn't do what they do next which is we see him and genos in the room and they're going over their test results and genos is like oh the written and physical were really easy and we hadn't seen Saitama doing the written written, yeah and genos gets out his pamphlet and we find out oh he's been put straight he got 100 out of 100 and he's gone straight into class s well they they actually talk about the fact that he had an interview yeah they interviewed him as well yeah and he asked Saitama, and Saitama's like no i didn't have an interview but that, that the interview was about the destroying it, I, of the House of Evolution, yeah. yep. which Genos doesn't reference that Saitama was with him. He just, they literally, all they say is, did you blow it up? They and don't he's ask like, the question. No. And he's like, yeah, I blew it up. And then that's it. And they're like, this guy's a class S. Yeah. So then they stamp him straight into class S. Yeah. You also see the first reference to the, the people behind the people that are running it that are like, you see them above while they're having the interview, don't you? Of Yeah, like a board meeting. A board meeting above, above yeah. where they're like, yeah, put him straight in. But they come into it quite often, those yeah. board meeting characters. They they pop up every now and again to make these big decisions and stuff. We see then Saitama pull out his I love paper. this bit. Love Partially this. pull out his paper and he's like, oh, you master. You've got S2. <laughs> You've got S2. And they put it in bigger font. <laughs> that must mean you're higher. And we find out he's been put in bottom of class C, the lowest rank possible. <laughs> and then it's the fact that Genus says, oh, I, I got it wrong. The explanation is like, you didn't pull your paper out fully, and I assumed. <laughs> <laughs> we, we find out he got, what, 55 out of 100? He got like five on the written exam. Yeah. yeah. And they bet they nearly didn't even fucking give him yeah. the ranking. It's only because he did so well on the physical. Again, if you're running this fucking test centre and somebody's come in and done what he did in the physical tests... That guy's a C. Uh, not yeah. a C, sorry. He's an S, right? Yep. Without a doubt, he's an S. At least an A. Even then. Yeah. This guy's broke all the... Nobody's ever done what he done before. No one's hit whack-a-mole that fast. Yeah, and the thing is, they don't really, <laughs> they don't really pay attention to him either. This no. is it. There's no interest in him. It's all about Genos. Yeah. Genos is seen to be the leader, and Saitama's like his sidekick. Yeah. But which they, is hilarious, because Genos denies that constantly. And always references to him as the teacher. Always references yep. him to be the master around them, and nobody like picks up on it. Is it literally they actively ignore him? Like nobody's actually caring about this guy. Well, that te- when they're sitting in the classroom, that teacher's going on around. Oh, isn't this he? is this is excellent. The with tiger the, teacher. Uh, no, not <laughs> snakey. Ta- yeah, you're on about um, snake bite, isn't it? I fucking can't I remember can't his name. Rank thirteen. He was class A. Class A, a rank yeah. thirteen. Snake bite. He just rambles in the classroom, and sight him as literally chewing gum, not paying attention, and then it blows up all over his face. <laughs> But then they cut to the board people, don't they? And uh, they're talking about Saitama. And that board guy turns around and says that given his score on the physical test, that he he references this man has a god inside his body. Yep. It's the first reference to, you know, things are not... So they know. They've paid attention. So is this a... a reference to the ranking system of cataclysmic events no they do like no 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 they, he just turns around and says that it's almost like Saitama has a god inside his body he's just referencing his physical ability and it's right. the first time you're like somebody's noticed him so have they given him that rank but as he's a, only an let's agency. keep an eye on him get him in the industry but don't rate but they him don't so keep like. an eye on him 
Yeah, well, they don't. Really they don't. give him class C and they're like, you've got to hit your quotas. And yeah. It's like, and then the teacher attacks Saitama. Oh, I love that bit where he's like, ah, oh, it's the hazing part. <laughs> and he literally doesn't even know who he is and just punches him. Yeah, just <laughs> slaps him Such to the side. Such a throwaway scene again. The teacher's like, you know, every new recruit has to deal with me and then just gets battered in one hit. He's just like, cool. That was a, that was good. And just walks off with yeah. his shopping still in hand. Always with his shopping bag. <laughs> he's always got leaks as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Genos then asks Saitama to fight him. Oh, this is a great scene. Yeah. Fucking good scene. I love this scene so much because Genos is going out all, all out out. and he's destroying like entire mountainsides. And then he finally. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> Saitama's just messing around yeah. with him. Well, Saitama's like, are we done? And Genos is like, I told you, I need you to go all out on me. And then he. And then Saitama goes, quits. fair enough. Okay. Oh, yeah. And he just goes full on, and he that punch that he throws, and he within stops an inch short. of his face. <laughs> Should we get some lunch? <laughs> <laughs> well, he just taps him on the face, and he's like, "Come on, let's go." Well, the punch, and then you see the backlash from the punch as well. Yeah, and it's destroyed like an entire mountainside. Well, it's just the devastation from the aftershock of the punch. By the way, why did that not affect Genos? Yeah, yeah, sure. It's blown the mountain behind him apart, but didn't do anything to him. He stopped that part of his punch. It was just the bits out on the outside, uh, maybe. Uh, I, don't I, don't I don't know. I don't know. I didn't get it, but... Look, if, you, yeah. if you're looking cool. into the physics of this entire series, <laughs> you're in the wrong fucking series. Well, they get to the ramen it's shop, the fact, don't they? It's the fact as well that when he goes to punch him, it comes up with that sign and just says, Death doesn't it like oh, whenever he does is, yeah. like a punch and that it literally comes up with death his or, warning system yeah well no it's like just a cutaway scene doesn't it it comes up with the words death across the screen to say that's it done if he punches you you're done instantly. i mean that's well established anyway yep. from the word go yeah but this guy is it's kind of a thing to genos that uh this is it like he is genos knows strong. genos knows how strong he is he even says like i'll never be as strong as master it's yeah. the way he walks off with that fucking dopey walk so. <laughs> <laughs> well they go and get ramen which brings us into the next scene when they're uh, Genos defeats him in a ramen eating contest. Oh yeah, <laughs> and he's like one win each. <laughs> yeah, one one. And we finally meet um, a my mask, a my mask, or handsome he, mask in English. He is yeah. a bad guy. I don't tell me he's not know. a bad guy. I don't think he is. He's a bad I don't guy. Remember this guy? He's Blue the hair. class 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 A, a rank, rank one. one guy. Oh, the movie actor. Mm-hmm. I don't think musician. he's. I don't think he's bad. He's a bad guy. He's. Constant, I think he's a prick. He's a prick, but I don't think he's bad. He, I think he's bad. I he think he's like a Tony Stark kind of yeah. character. He's got in te- his intention is that he represents all of class A, and also he's the stepping stone into class C, and he doesn't want anybody. Class S, you mean sorry. class S? Sorry. And he doesn't want anybody going into Class S who isn't worthy worthy of it. He's a gatekeeper. Yeah, and I think his intentions are pure. He only wants the best of the best to go past him. I don't know. I think he's happy to be the highest of a rank. Well, there's a reason he hasn't the stepped up. Isn't there? Of the best. Yeah, I get that. He's happy where then he, he is. Becomes a nobody I think he again. even references like um, about he would rather have his movie career and stuff like that and just be popular. He's not as well as being the gatekeeper. as well as being the gatekeeper. But what I do enjoy is the fact that Saitama turns around to him in the noodle shop and just says, "Fight him." You know, I just had that happen to me earlier. Maybe he's here to haze you as well. And Genos, when he goes outside, says, "If you're wanting to fight me, then let's fight." And like, and my mask just turns around and says, "You know, confidence like that will get you places," but. 
We never Don't see how powerful me. this guy is. Ever, yeah. ever. Don't test me as well. Is yeah. basically what he says. This guy is going to be powerful. Yeah, definitely. It's just when it happens, we don't know. And he has a dark foreshadowing. Like, it does. Don't tell me. Like, this everything stuff. is on the nose. I don't this think entire he's, I series, don't get evil from him. This like, entire series is on the nose. Everything is put right in front of you until this point where they're just like, okay, he has a dark foreshadowing that you never see come to fruition until pretty much the last episode i wouldn't be surprised if he turned out to be a bad guy that beat uh whoever was in the number one spot and that's why we don't see him yep but i don't think that's gonna happen no i don't i don't think he's ever gonna come across as i think he's gonna there will be maybe a moment later on throughout the season he's probably the strongest hero that they've got that isn't saitama but maybe he doesn't want to move up possibly so after his standoff uh that's when Genos moves in with Saitama. With the closing credits of Genos when he's like, I'm going to come and live with you, Master. And he moves into... Uh, uh, what? It's the fact that he says, no, you're not. And then he slams down, <laughs> is this sufficient rent money? And he goes, uh, have you got your toothbrush? <laughs> and we go to episode six. Uh, this is five days after they were certifi- uh, certified. And this is when Genos turns around to Saitama and is like, you do realise you have to solve a crime within the first, is it week? But they have to sub- solve crimes and fix problems weekly. To hit As a, a class player. C, it's, you have a quota to hit. Got a quota. If you don't hit that, you get kicked out of the fucking Heroes Association. I love so he his... starts storming around and then Genos <laughs> is like, shall I come with you, Master? And he's like, no, 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 or else you'll get the credit. Which is always referenced now. Like He realises that when other heroes are around him, they get the credit instead of him. I love that that's his whole motivation from now on, though, is just, I don't want to be kicked out of the hero guild. <laughs> it's never, I'm going to be a hero. Well, he want, he does actually want to be popular. He wants yeah. fans. Yeah, he does say he wants... Which, somebody that powerful, it wouldn't be that hard to get fans, by the way, if he no. just put himself out there and maybe not win in one punch and then fucking leave straight away. But he has no emotions. Like, you can see that no, he no, wants no. He this gets, stuff. He, the idea of having fans gets him excited. Yeah. It does. Yeah, but again, he doesn't show them that well at all. And we see him start running around looking for problems to solve. Is, is this when he crosses paths with Sonic again? Yes, he runs into Speed of Sound Sonic. But before that, yes, no, sorry, he does run into Speed of Sound Sonic and Sonic wants to have another fight and a rematch with him. And he just says, I'm busy. Yeah, and he just says, <laughs> I'm busy. Rushes him off, yeah. And then uh, Tank Top Tiber, t- Tank Top Tiger, Tiger runs into him and says... Is this the guy that's been causing trouble? Oh, that's all it. Day? The citizens yeah. have reported him for being suspicious because he keeps running around. And then tam- tank top tiger. Uh, you know speech. what? That tank is top tiger. Yeah, that's you it. try you and do say that, it slowly, yeah. haven't you? Fuck tank out. top tiger. Yep. Yeah. See. Tank top tiger. Anyway, he tries to sort of stand up, to, and then he's like, "Look, be careful. Stop scaring everybody." Sort of thing. And that's when Sonic turns up and basically forces a fight. Well, yeah, he beats up tank top tiger. There you go. Nailed it. Uh, and he's like, ah, oh, so you're a hero now. You're one of these worthless hero association people. So if I cause a scene, you'll have to yeah. fight me. I mean, it's the only way he was going to get sight of my- uh, But it, the ball doesn't drop until after he's destroying things. And he's like, wait a minute, he is a bad guy. And he goes to fight him. It's the fact that he's like, I don't have time for you. I've got to find a bad guy. <laughs> and behind him, he's just blowing up stuff. And he's like, wait a minute, you're a bad guy. <laughs> We're then introduced to one of the best characters for me, which is Tornado. Only because she's so different from all the other heroes. 
This is a character that's not got physical strength. Yeah, completely different from everybody else in the series. She's the green telekinetic one. Yes. Yes. The child. Yeah. If but the she's brat. not but she's not a child because she references she's older than everybody else. Does she? Yes. Okay. Oh, is that why she always gets angry when she gets when, called yeah, a kid? Yeah, because she's yeah. actually okay. not a child. Yeah, because they're at the hero agency, aren't they? And they're looking for a monster in City Z at this point. This is just a throwaway piece about a City Z monster. And they've sent out two Class A heroes to find out what's going on there. And she's like, well, you could have just sent me. And they were like, no, there's no need to use you. And she gets really annoyed this about is not the, being sent out. the seaweed monster. I love this monster. <laughs> okay, yeah. Fucking seaweed. I remember the seaweed monster. This is also when the seaweed monster's going on a rampage. Genos is cleaning the toilet. Yeah, (laughs) just outside the house. And he's like, I won't go. They've got it covered. Yeah, he's like, I sense danger outside the house. No, I sense two other people. Oh, they can deal with it. Don't worry about it then. And then carries on cleaning the toilet. The seaweed monster references that all these... It got a message saying that all the monsters were grouping together in City Z for some That there was a terrifying monster in City Z and that everybody was joining there. Now, is that Saitama? I think it's supposed to be Saitama. And he, then he calls it a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm. Well, yeah, he because wa- he becomes a monster. Yeah, anyway, he becomes a monster. There. This is when, as you said, there's a ranking system for the events. This is when we find out that this seaweed monster has called a, uh, caused a tiger-ranked catastrophe, and we get the whole. Well, we don't actually get told about any of the no. other rankings. We just find out this is a tiger-ranked one. Yep, that's where it leaves it because then you get the two class A heroes. Uh, literally just <laughs> is this the French guy with the moustache and the sword moustachio moustachinho <laughs> <laughs> god I love these two and they the fight there is really good by the way I enjoyed the fight that this moustachinho do you see has. much of it it kind of cuts away and every yeah. time it cuts back he's just beating up a little one yes. <laughs> yeah and then Saitama turns up hey, no the, the monster beats the two class A heroes and then starts carrying on and then sees who it is Saitama Walking down the road with his shopping bags again, and is this when Assumes he says he's he, a citizen? He he says yeah. he forgot his what's the word? It's seaweed. It's basic. It's, yeah, the Japanese nori. word for yeah. It's nori. He's like I forgot my nori. As the seaweeds come in to attack him, <laughs> cutscene. He's cooking the. He's seaweed. cooking the seaweed. <laughs> <laughs> and a big box of it outside. Say, a box of it outside. <laughs> and it's the fact that they reference you. The guy from the agency references over the top that our two class A's were defeated and the monster got away and nobody's seen it since. And then it's just cut to the box outside his house with seaweed in. It's where did you get all that nori? I found it. All. Uh, there was a sail on. <laughs> And it ends with us finding out that Saitama's been given a small sort of rank boost. Increase because of what he dealt with with Speed of Sonic. Yeah. It's like 30 ranks, isn't it? So yeah. he's, instead of like 300 and some odd, he's like 330 or something out of 374 or something like that. So six episodes in, I mean, we're invested in this anime, right? This took maybe halfway through the first episode until I was like, nah, this is great. I was this in. is great. From the soundtrack start, I the was in. The soundtrack pulls you. I was into this as soon as that happened. I was just like, yes, strap in. I know exactly what I'm the getting The soundtrack into is here. exactly like the show, though. It yep. starts with this yep. little kind of small instrumental piece that lasts maybe three or four three seconds, seconds. And then it just comes straight in with, bah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's just madness. And that's what it's designed for. This entire thing is a piss take 
of everything. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's blunt, it's funny, it's to the point, it's, it's everything you want. This is meta as hell. Yeah. Everything about it. This show knows what it's doing and what it's taking the piss out of, and yep. it doesn't pull punches about it. It and really doesn't. The only thing you can say is without breaking the fourth wall, it never breaks the fourth wall in this, but it, it is. Close. It gets there. It, it gets literally close. ties the line between it. This is this is Deadpool if Deadpool was Superman. Yep. Yeah. And it's 100% worth continuing. 100%. Yep. If you've got this far, carry on, guys. And on that note, it's time to chuff off. All you summoners can join us next time, where we'll be doing episode 7 to 12 of One Punch Man. If you've got any questions or just want to see what we're up to, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at How Not to Summon. I've been Shini Senpai. I've been Jim. I've been Grayson. Bye. See you guys. Sarah.